0: Welcome to another fun-filled, fantabulous episode of Doable Discipleship, which is a Saddleback Church podcast designed to help you deepen your faith. Or, Lindsay, do you know the tagline to the show?
1: Not a... No.
0: (laughs) Sorry. Okay. Hold on. It's okay. Say, the show that helps you grow.
1: The show that helps you grow.
0: That's right. It's the show that helps you grow. She needed no prompting whatsoever. Um, Friends... (laughs) (laughs) My name is Jason. That's Linda. And we got Lindsay, Lindsay here with us today. Hello. Yeah, that's great. Uh, So, so Lindsay, uh, has been interning with our team for the summer. We've been thrilled to have her and, uh, she is joining our, our conversation today. We started this series last week, talking through the book, beloved dust by Jamin Goggin and Kyle Strobel. Um, if you did not listen to last week's episode, uh, please listen to that one pause don't go away just pause listen to that one and then come back then then push that play button again um last week on our first episode on this we we interviewed um one of the co-authors kyle strobel um, about the book we just talked about some of the themes what beloved dust means that's kind of an invocative title so what does that mean and um it's uh yeah it was it was a great conversation really got into a lot of really interesting topics and um as we were talking about this book and thinking through the book somewhere we identified a couple of key themes that we wanted to talk about on this podcast um the first of which that we're going to talk about today is rest and then next week um linda and i are going to talk about prayer so today we're kind of diving into the topic of rest in Lindsay. Actually, put together the, this deep dive. She went through the book and and in, in went through the small group study. Which, by the way, there's a small group study on Beloved Dust. If you if you did not know, go check that out, and you can do it as a small group, too. Um, and it, it, so Lindsay went through these and, and looked at at rest at the at the broad topic of rest and came up with mm-hmm. kind of six key points that kind of summarize what Jamin and Kyle in this book are teaching us about rest um we've talked about rest on the show before but it is you know it's 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 a topic worth considering many different times because there's always something new to learn there's always that reminder of oh yeah rest is something i'm not good at um uh, you can you <laughs> can tell like right now i'm just telling you i am tired because rest was not good last night so um <laughs> um but anyway so so we're through, so lindsay thank you for being on with us today really glad that you were here. And so let's just kind of dive right into it. Shall we Lindsay? Yeah. What is kind of the first of these six kind of key points that you found as we're talking about rest?
1: Yeah. Also first, thanks for having me. I'm so honored to be on here. Oh, Uh, we're happy
0: to have you. That's loads of fun. I
1: I know. Super exciting. Um, so like my first thought was simply just to like define rest for like how Mm. um how the book kind of looked at it and also how the world tends to look at it um because I think our world has created a restless sort of culture where um you know everything is go 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 and a lot of people put their identity in their work but um and like rest to the world tends to look like an escape from that work or detaching Mm -hmm. themselves from that work but one thing I really liked is that the book define rest as something that is not an attachment, but is an attachment to God and spending time with God versus just removing yourself from different situations. I thought that was very interesting. Um, and I also even noted that it's like not, um, it's not reattachment either. Rest shouldn't be reattachment because, um, I think time spent with God should not, um, just be a uh, habit, I guess, of just being like, Oh, sorry, I messed up. Let me try again, but simply just taking that time of attachment and growing closer and closer and just keeping that even throughout your week of that motivation of like, Hey, I want to be with God in the things that I do.
0: Yeah. That's uh, I, when you started to talk about this idea of it's not detachment, it's not reattachment, Mm
1: -hmm. it's just
0: attachment, (laughs) Right. (laughs) you know, I think, I think there's even just that, that the way of thinking alone is so powerful, right? Like you think about, about what we read in John 15, about, about being attached to the vine, how Jesus is the vine and we are the branches. We can't Mm -hmm. just, you know, to rest isn't to detach ourselves, you know, Mm -hmm. away from the vine. That doesn't make sense. Uh, You know, you would literally shrivel up and die (laughs) in rest and rest is not just constantly realizing oh i'm not attached and then reattaching because the branch should never be cut off from the vine in this yeah. in this scenario right so yeah. rest is literally an embracing of what it means to be attached
1: yeah and i, I, I thought also that was think, really cool yeah i also think like the act of rest just based on that definition is intentional like you you can easily just kind of become idle to like what you're doing and like lazy and just like um you know have that sense of detachment when you say you're like working on a paper for school and then you decide to just go on your phone and just scroll through Instagram. Right. I feel like that's not really true rest you have to be like if you're wanting to rest you have to intentionally be like hey I'm gonna set up aside this time to be with God mm-hmm. in this
2: well I thought what you said about um the difference between the way the world thinks of rest being like an escape, right? This is vacation mm-hmm. season. And I mean, at least I know for me, sometimes I've gone on vacation, but I came off of that time of quote rest more exhausted than I went in. Yeah, <laughs> you know? I was trying to escape from all the stuff that I was trying to do or that I thought I had to do, but I didn't actually intentionally connect with God. And at the end of it, I was just exhausted from different things. And so I just, I think that's such an important distinction of, you know, the world's rest is escape and, you know, just zone out and do whatever, but rest, the way the Bible talks about it has a totally different connotation. And it, that attachment to God and that resting in him is entirely different than the way the world thinks of rest.
1: Yeah. And I also think it's really neat that um, God wants to rest with us. Like he, you know, going back to like the theme, like beloved dust, like he created us out of the dust and loves us so deeply that he just wants to be in a relationship with us. Um, and he purposely, it says in Psalm 132, 14, this is my resting place forever here. I will dwell for, I have desired it. He wants to be spending time with us and he wants to, like, he's actually seeking out that relationship. Um, which I think is so neat and so like personal in a way that a lot of Mm -hmm. people don't see rest as.
0: Yeah. Embracing the personableness, is that a word? Personableness? I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) Embracing embracing the relational element of rest Mm -hmm. and how Mm -hmm. personal that is supposed to be. Not just Mm -hmm. in terms of like, I'm just going to be by myself. But in terms of how God created it to have intentional personal time with you, his mm-hmm. created being, his you know, mm-hmm. whom he loves, whom he has deemed beloved, is, you know, it's I, I think if we were to truly embrace and and recognize and realize and understand and adopt this idea of rest, like anybody would just be a complete almost a completely different person because mm-hmm. of it, because mm. of, of truly what God is saying in it. And we can't even like fathom or understand or appreciate it because we're usually so caught up in, you know, busyness or caught up in, you know, the selfishness or whatever it is. And God mm-hmm. is saying, Hey, uh, I literally want to like pour myself, you know, energy, pour love, joy, you know, all the fruit of the spirit into you. I want to I want to empower you with this stuff so that those fruits come out in your life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, anyway, I, I, I feel like we could kind of harp on this exact point because it is so exciting. I, I, I feel, Mm -hmm. I, I I mentioned earlier that I was tired. I feel energized just even talking about (laughs) this idea of, of rest right now. Um, yeah, I, everything. This point is huge and it's really a foundational point, I think, for mm-hmm. for the rest that we were going to be talking about right now. So Lindsay,
1: mm-hmm.
0: why don't you bring us into the second big point that you, that you found when you were looking at this stuff?
1: Yeah. So the second thing that I kind of took away was like rest is not only involving like caring for both uh, or it does involve caring for both um, your body and your soul equally. Um, I Mm -hmm. think as if we talk about this definition of rest and being attached to God, a lot of people find it as, oh, like, um, that means like having my quiet time and being spiritually, um, rested. But I think it also involves physical rest too, because, um, God created us to be these embodied beings and Mm has us in these physical bodies that I think, um, play into so much of what we do as people. Um, and so like there was even a section in the book about like why like sleep is important, which mm-hmm. I think is like so true because one I love sleep I will sleep for <laughs> forever if I could not really um, but um, yeah God created us to just be beings that function best with rest um both physically and spiritually, mentally and just every area I think yeah I think sometimes we tend to diminish like, like, we're like,
2: well, I can just keep going and, and it's more spiritual. I can get more done, you know? And it's like, no, mm-hmm. actually, <laughs> yeah, actually, I mean, but that's God's economy, right? You know, work mm-hmm. six days, rest one. And I remember the first time that I heard somebody teach on the idea that when we, when we rest, that's actually like honoring to God and we get more done, you know, because mm-hmm. we need to rest and he made us to rest. And if we don't, then our bodies keep score. And it was like, Oh. That's why I'm like burning out, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly.
0: Yeah, it it I think I think too it changes um the goal line a little bit, right? Like like right now this is the summer right now that we're recording this, the Olympics are on, right? Yeah. Yeah. To me it kind of is is if we if we understand rest in this way, then what it does is it changes what the podium is to get the medal it's not about mm-hmm. how much you mm-hmm. do right that's not how god made us god made us to have limitations and god made us mm-hmm. to not be constantly striving for more and more more instead it's about how we fully embrace how god created us mm-hmm. and yeah knowing that he created us embodied like you're talking about in spirit our bodies and our souls need rest and mm-hmm. ju- just like you said, and if you strive too hard, if you keep going, going, then you're going to burn out. And ultimately what you're doing is you're telling God, I don't need you. I don't need your rest. I don't, I don't need everything that we just talked about in that first part. I don't need attachment,
3: <laughs> it, right?
0: Is because, you know, I, I can just go, go, go. Even if you were trying to go, go, go for him, right? So, so sometimes we make that excuse, especially in ministry, is mm-hmm. you, you know, hey, like man, I've gone I've gone 3 weeks without a sabbath. We've just been doing so much ministry. And
2: mm-hmm. you're like, yeah. Yeah, like, well, hold like, on. Wait, Point wait, of wait. order. Wait. Let's go yeah. back to the you know, like <laughs> Yeah, it, for sure. It,
0: and ultimately what God is he's saying, "Hey, uh I'm here. Mm-hmm. Like like let's go back to that owner's manual. How did I make your body? Yeah. How did I right. make your soul?" <laughs> What do you need? Oh, you need a day of rest each week. You you know, you need to really, you know, adopt the spirit of rest. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Linda, I heard you had something. Yeah.
2: Well, I was just, I was thinking about just how countercultural is. You know, we, we praise and celebrate busy, you know, we, you know, how are you? Oh, I'm so busy. Oh, that's awesome. And it's like, no. And so I think that, the countercultural choice to rest and to disconnect and to say no by faith God says I take a day off a week and I will do that. Um I think that what a powerful statement to the world, you know, that I don't have to do everything and be everything to all people all the time. So. Yeah, I
1: think having like I love how you said that people like worship busy because I think a lot of people equate busyness to like productivity and therefore productivity mm-hmm. to success. So then it's just this chain of where they think like, oh, that, that'll get me somewhere. Like, because I'm busy and I'm doing things, those things will add up when really it's okay to take a breather. I was even thinking when Jason was talking about the Olympics, like how um, Simone Biles just mm-hmm. decided to step back and take a break because her body needed it uh, mental- mentally and physically. Um, And I thought that was so cool of her just to prioritize that and know, like, hey, that medal, like, my team, I'm confident in them. Like, the medal doesn't even matter. I would rather take time for myself to be um, stronger so that if I did end up doing XYZ on the, like, Olympic, I don't know, stadium, um, she wouldn't hurt herself physically Mm -hmm. or she just wouldn't have a breakdown, which obviously no one would want that, either of those for her.
0: Yeah, that speaks to... uh... The other point I was just thinking about was, and it goes back to what Linda was talking about too, with the countercultural stuff. Is it does it sets an example for mm-hmm. for others? And if you are in a position of leadership or influence of any kind, setting an example of rest and adopting rest and encouraging rest mm-hmm. is, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's it, it can be game changing for people. It really can. Mm-hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. especially if it's, if, if you're talking about this rest as tied into how God designed it, it's not just, it's not just, you know, putting your feet up, but it's, it's, it's engagement with him. It's, it's being in presence with him. It's, um, so, and it's, and it's also
2: recognizing our limitations, you know, and Mm -hmm. it's recognizing I'm at the end of what I can do. I need to stop. And that's such a good, you know, I, I, just listening to kind of the, the discussion, you know, on the news as Simone's decision became, you know, everybody kind of learned about it and it was like, yes, this is the right thing. If she needs to rest, she needs to rest. So Mm -hmm. it's
1: good. Yeah. Um, even when Jason's saying like good leaders will like encourage rest. I think Mm -hmm. I'm Mm -hmm. just trying to think of some of the leaders in my life. And like, I think, there's also there's some like recognition and like appreciation for when they ask you to do a lot of things like oh I want you to be part of this and this you feel great about like oh that means I'm like a good worker etc but I think the people the leaders that have told me to rest I feel like wow they really care about my well-being and they want they want to invest in me and that's Mm -hmm. something that I valued as someone looking up to a leader so yeah I think that's actually really important in the quality of a leader.
0: Yeah Pastor Rick when he teaches on rest he He does it like Mm -hmm. this. Usually he says, we need to, um, divert daily. Mm -hmm. We need to withdraw weekly and abandon annually. Yep. And so the divert daily is having a daily quiet time, just making sure you have Mm -hmm. a period of time every day where you put the to-dos aside and instead you just be in community with God. Um, and then the withdraw weekly is the Sabbath. It's, it's taking a, a weekly Sabbath, a day of of rest, of, of putting away mm-hmm. the toils and instead just getting, you know, to spend time with your family, with God, with yourself. And then the abandoned annually is just his encouragement to take a vacation, stop work for a week or whatever it is, and just go yeah. on vacation and, withdraw- and abandon, <laughs> which, you know, abandon is, you know, um, <laughs> it fits with the alliteration <laughs> or it, it fits with the... Uh, yeah. With the letters but uh, yeah but yeah it's just that idea of, of, of step away from work allow yourself to recharge for a little bit um lindsay why don't you uh share number three with us
1: yeah so i um circling back to the first one i had said like you know like rest should be intentional um being purposeful about when you're resting um and so there comes number three because it is intentional i think learning what rest looks like for you is a unique and individualized process. Um, mm-hmm. It will be different for everyone. I think um, like, for example, I have a friend who loves going on hikes and will totally go on a hike for a super long period of time just to soak in time in the nature and like, whatever, like, but for me, I, I in my mind, hiking just means sweaty and <laughs> it, it'll be fun, but it's not considered rest for me. Um, and so I think, Um, it'll definitely take time for everyone to um, figure out what's restful to them. Because I think Mm -hmm. um, in that, it's also neat to think like, yeah, God created all of us to need rest, but each person will need rest in a different way and in Mm -hmm. a unique way that's like special to that person, um, which I think is so cool.
2: Yeah. Whenever somebody talks about how relaxing gardening is, I always feel like they're speaking a foreign language. I'm like, "What are you talking?" <laughs> like, "No." <laughs> that sounds horrible. And so <laughs> but then I love to go for a walk outside. You know, that's rejuvenating. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Definitely the individuality of what's restful and for some people what's work for them is rest for you.
0: Mm-hmm. You know.
2: Yeah. So,
0: yeah, and I think if if you're wondering what could be considered a rest for you, you know, think about your hobbies, you know, the things mm-hmm. that you, you know, just enjoy doing, if you, it, it can still be something that you were doing, like, like Linda was just talking about gardening or whatever, like it's, it mm-hmm. can still be something that is doing something that can still be restful, right? Like, it could be playing an instrument, it could be reading, it could be, you know, writing poetry, it could be hiking, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Like, I think, I think what's interesting is kind of that understanding and appreciating how God wired you uniquely to Mm -hmm. enjoy this Mm -hmm. type of rest and appreciate what other people find to be restful. And then maybe something even worth journaling about is about what brings you rest and why that is. And what do you think this says about how God made you or how you relate to God or even, even using your form of rest as a form of worship right because at its heart if you are resting Mm -hmm. that is an act of worship so talking about it that way or writing about it that way kind of can give you a better sense a better appreciation for you know i i I, yeah when i do this when i build my ship in a bottle that i enjoy doing like this can be a form Mm -hmm. of worship because i'm doing something that god made that made this God made me to enjoy doing this Mm -hmm. and I am Mm -hmm. doing something I I am engaging with it. And so that is bringing him pleasure to see me enjoying this. And that Mm. in itself is, is a worship. Um, so yeah, I think, I think that's, I think that that's such a great point and it's, it's something that's so, we can be so appreciative of God for, for making us, to enjoy different things, right? Mm -hmm. If everybody, like, if the only way that people got rest is to sit and be silent or whatever, you know, like people would probably get, you know, might get bored by that. It's not interesting. And people would say, you know, like, God, why can't I find this restful or this, you know, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. So I'm just thankful that we have a God who, who, you know, who wants us to enjoy life and enjoy Mm -hmm. rest in that too. Yeah. Um, even if it's sleeping for as Lindsay said, forever.
1: Uh, oh, yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> to be, to be I love a
1: good nap too. <laughs> Might take one after this. I wish I I wish
0: I I wish I was like that. I, I can't nap and but I often wish I could. It's
1: a skill. Um,
0: it's a skill. Yeah. I need to practice it and get better at yes. it. Yes. I need my ten thousand hours in, in napping.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Discipline yourself to nap once, maybe an hour every day and it slowly increases. I don't know. That sounds nice. Um, my,
0: I don't think my kids would let me do that. Um, all right. Uh, so, so we've talked about uh, three big points so far. We've talked about how rest is, is attachment, not detachment or reattachment. We've talked about mm-hmm. how rest involves caring both for your body and your soul. And we've talked about how rest is a, a unique and individualized process. So let's talk about number four.
1: Yeah. So number four, um, I just posed a question like, what does it look like to work from rest versus working towards rest? Um, I think a, great, a good way to visualize that is just think like, if my Sabbath is say on Monday, um, am I looking forward to Monday because I'm, oh, I'm so drained right now. I just can't wait for Monday. Or am I thinking, Wow, this past Monday was great. And I'm working off of like a great restful time that I just gotta spend time with God. Um and I think there should be a balance of both of that. Um seeking rejuvenation from rest is um I think something that we should all look forward to because I don't think I would want to be working in a week and be like, oh, my Sabbath is on Monday. Bummer. Like, um, I would want to be looking forward to that time where I can recharge and restore and spend time with him, but also um, being grateful for the time that I had in the past of like, Hey, um, I can like keep going because I was able to take time to slow down a little bit. And now I'm doing what God is making me or has made me to do. So, yeah. yeah.
2: When I was reading that, when you said that it, it made me think about, you know, the song, everybody's working for the weekend. You know, mm-hmm. there's that sense that like yeah. culturally, we understand, you know, we work towards rest. It's like, I'm going to work, 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 work. And then I'm going to stop and I'm going to rest. And like you say, Mm -hmm. that's where we get rejuvenated. That's good. But what I love about this is this sort of flip side of saying, but during that time of rest, I'm going to be engaging with God in such a way that I'm refueled and I'm restored and I'm strengthened so that then come Monday morning or Tuesday morning or whatever, the day after your Sabbath, I'm refilled. And I'm not just, I didn't just sleep or I didn't just blow off steam. I actually invested intentionally like what you were talking about Mm -hmm. earlier. So that now from that full cup or from that filled space, now I can do my week and now I can love others and serve others and do whatever it is that I need to do because I not only physically rested, but I also spiritually connected with God. So
1: yeah. Yeah. Another thing I wrote down, um, another thing I wrote was like, not all times spent with God are necessarily considered rest, but all times of rest should be considered with God. So mm. I like mm-hmm. I like that concept of like, you know, how in school you might've learned how like a, a square is always a rectangle, but a rectangle is not necessarily a square. Right. Um, how, you know, that like idea of like, this is that, that.
0: But I believe you. But
1: <laughs> I get it. <laughs> with all that it, i'll it's I can not my area of Jason.
0: expertise uh, thanks <laughs>
1: <laughs> um but there's that concept of like this is that but that's not necessarily this um because sure. i think um like the divert daily is that the pastor mm-hmm. quote yep. is like you know not all those times every single day may be considered restful for you um even though it is time with god and um but you might be like in a hustle and bustle of like, Hey, I'm going to just take a little time out to like pray here, but I'm really stressed out. So it may not feel restful, but you're still spending time with God. But I think all times of rest should be considered with God because when you are resting, you're going to take the time to slow down and breathe and spend it with God. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. There are times when, when we are, like fighting with God, where we're wrestling or angry or yelling, you know, we're like, mm-hmm. and I, I don't think anybody would 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 call those restful, but, um, but yeah, it's definitely a part of our relationship with God when we mm-hmm. are struggling, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Um, but but yeah, when we're if we're tr- if we're truly looking for rest for our bodies and our souls. Right, that's what scripture talks about is I will give you rest for your souls. That's comes mm-hmm. from Jesus. That comes from that relationship, from that
1: mm-hmm. attachment,
0: what we were talking about, that dependence on on him. And I, I do I do love the perspective shift of that from verses four, because mm-hmm. what we don't want to find ourselves is we don't want to find ourselves in a position of maybe idolizing the idea of rest or of not working is really what we're talking about there. We're not even really talking about rest so much as we're talking about not working. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, a lot of times we think about the weekend and we, oh, it's, you know, it's, it's my time of rest, but at the same time, like we usually busy ourselves with different stuff on the weekends. Right. So it's just the Mm -hmm. time away from your, your job. (laughs) And so we don't want to think of that as the source of our rest and we don't want to necessarily idolize, you know, the idea of doing nothing of still, you know, instead, we can know that it, it that can be something that we can use to draw. I just, um, it can be used for moving towards God. It can be used for mm-hmm. this time of, of, uh, a drawing near to him who is always near to us. And, mm-hmm. yeah. um, and as you said, it's that reminder of, of, of attachment, not, not reattaching, but just that reminder of, okay, I'm getting my, I'm getting my strength, my power through him, you know, in what so
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, I, again, like many of these, I feel like there's so much that we could try to talk through and unpack, but we don't want to just, you know, but there's other great stuff too. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, just as a reminder, we're halfway through this list. Buy the book, get the book and read through the book. There's so much great stuff on the rest of your eyes. You're just hearing some of these great points right now, but um, especially like if it, once mm-hmm. it's tied all into to this theme of beloved dust and paired with the other theme of prayer, it's, it's great stuff. Um, okay, mm-hmm. uh, Lindsay, I think we're on number five now.
1: Yes, I think so. <laughs> great. Okay, I'll talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, cool. <laughs> um okay so number five um I wrote that gratitude is a posture of rest so mm-hmm. I think in when we are intentionally resting um like we kind of touched on earlier it is a almost an act of surrender saying like I know I can't just go 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 I can't mm-hmm. um just be non-stop and so in that um you can worship God for being someone who's like always working um for mm-hmm. you and with you and Um, and yeah, and I think it's just worshiping him for what he's done and being humbled by it. Um, and just admitting that you need him to Mm -hmm. be sustained and to get through, um, your weeks and like the past weeks and, um, all of that. And another thing, even just about gratitude, I think one thing I've been learning recently is like how gratitude should not be out of comparison. Like I shouldn't say, oh, like I'm grateful um, one example I like to use is like, oh, I shouldn't be uh, grateful for the time I get to spend with my cousins because not a lot of people have time with their cousins, but um, shifting that into, hey, I'm really grateful for time with my cousins because God has blessed me with that time and with those relationships mm-hmm. in my life. Um, so I think that's something that um, gratitude should be centered around. I'm just recognizing like, this is what God's doing and I haven't done, it's not on me. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, rest is, I love the connection
2: between rest and gratitude and rest and recognizing that when I rest, it's recognizing, you know, God's in control and I'm not, he's running the world. I don't have to, I can mm-hmm. stop what I'm doing because he's still got it. You know what I mean? Um, I know when my kids were little, I had this feeling like if I stopped at any one point, <laughs> everything might fly apart, you know, and that, that's a lot of weight to carry mm-hmm. and recognizing that, no, God is the one that's actually running the world. He's got it. He's got my back. He's, um, he, he is taking care of me and my children at that point. And mm-hmm. so it's like, and the gratitude that comes from the fact that he's in control, he's sovereign and I can trust him to run the world when I'm resting that, I mean, that's huge. That's huge because I know for me, that took a long time to kind of get a handle on, you know, because I just felt like I'm holding the world together. And if I let go for one second, you know, everything's Mm going to fly apart. And it's like, no, that's actually not true. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Um,
0: Yeah. Yeah. Rest and gratitude Mm -hmm. are, they are an acknowledgement of our dependency.
2: Absolutely. Mm
0: -hmm. Right. And it's literally, us embracing that, you know, like for your example, Lindsay, um, you can be grateful for your cousins and your dependent, mm-hmm. you know, you couldn't make your cousins. <laughs> so, so you're, you're grateful that God made your cousin, you know, like that, mm-hmm. that there's something, you know, that only God could do. And mm-hmm. it's, and when we, when we embrace our need for dependency,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, that puts us in In this posture of rest, that puts us back into this position of of realizing, I don't need to strive for it all. Like what you were saying, Linda, about the world spinning and stuff like it's, I don't need to hold it all together. I, I don't need to, you know, be the be all and end all, the alpha and omega of my own, you know, of my <laughs> of own my life. Own world. You know, yeah. the the if it's to be, it's up to me, kind of thing is right. We can instead embrace, like. Our dependency on God, who literally holds all things together. And mm-hmm. even though he is doing that, even though he holds the universe in his hand, he cares enough about your rest mm-hmm. and your you as a mm-hmm. person that he comes and enters into a relationship with you and says, hey, I got this, you know, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. just be with me. And I'll just be with you for, you know, and, and and that's something that's so, it's so powerful. And when you wrap it in gratitude, you know, Mm -hmm. it it just, it gives it, it it makes it even more real because you're literally saying to him, all of the things that you cannot do that you are not in control of. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. that, and you're acknowledging the thing, the ways, all the different ways that he loves you. It mm-hmm. cares for you mm-hmm. and you can just kind of soak in that rest right
1: mm-hmm. um yeah i think even like if you look at your time that you're spending with god if you're you have to take note of what your posture is like right because if you're um hanging out with anyone and say they were telling you something important and you're on your phone right That mm-hmm. is but like that posture shows that you don't really you, I mean, you may be caring about what they have to say, but they might take it as, oh, their text is more important than what I have to Mm, say, mm -hmm, right? So when you go mm -hmm. into these conversations in this time with God, um, gratitude and being, like, thankful for the time with him is so important, Um, and that may even also look like just being vulnerable with him and open with him and just surrendering to him in those moments of, like, um, yeah, just recognizing that, I'm resting right now because I depend on you.
2: And also back to the title of the book, even we're beloved, not because of anything we've done, Mm. but because he loves us period. And when we rest, we kind of cease from, you know, this illusion that I, you know, I'm valuable because of what I'm accomplishing and what I'm doing. And Mm. and I don't have to do to be loved. I don't have to Mm -hmm. accomplish or achieve to be loved. I'm loved period. And from Mm. that, then I can do out of service and gratitude for God, but I'm, I don't do to receive his love. Mm-hmm. And I think just our gratitude for the fact that he loves us when we're doing things and when we're not doing anything,
1: mm-hmm.
2: you
0: know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, okay, Lindsay, our, our final point that we're talking about today is really um, some questions that stood out for you. So why don't you share those mm-hmm. questions
1: Yeah, um, these questions stood out to me and for all the listeners too, you can totally be thinking about these and um, maybe journaling on them uh, yourselves. But one thing that, uh, it was a question in the book that really stood out to me is, do you truly desire God's presence? You know, if not, Mm -hmm. like what's the point of spending time with him? Um, If you don't value the God that you have and the relationship you have with him, then I would feel like spending time elsewhere may be more Um, important to you Um, it's important to just think about like if you want to be restful and to take time with God that you're actually wanting it Um, Mm -hmm. just assess your heart and that are you just doing it out of um, obligation or out of routine or because other people say that you should or are you truly just desiring time in God's presence Um, I think that's just a big Homing question for me of just like, do I truly desire God's presence in those times of when I'm sabbathing every week? Am I really wanting to just take out that time to talk to Him and be in His Word and studying? God? Yeah,
2: you know that's something I've had to think. I mean, I remember the first time, you know, do you want to just be with God? And I remember that question was almost like, what? <laughs> Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, it's like, well, I I serve God and I I go to church and I do all these things. And I remember when I first, I mean, it's been many years, but I remember I actually had to kind of think through it and answer that question and figure out what is that even, I couldn't even put like thoughts around it at first, you know, do you want to just Mm -hmm. be in the presence of God? And it was like, wow, like that, that was revolutionary for me because I had always thought about being with God as doing for God and so mm. do i really just desire god's presence do i want to just rest in him and it was like that was i, I just remember that being such a novel idea when i when somebody first posed that question to me because it it wasn't part of how i was taught everything that everything about my relationship with god was in the context of what i was doing for god mm. and so well, well, I it's think a great it, question
0: yeah i think it it really it takes us back to the famous aw t- Tozer quote, right? What comes into our minds when we think about God is the most important thing about us, mm-hmm. and yeah. so what comes in, what comes into your mind when you think about God is going to affect how you think about this topic of rest too, uh, mm-hmm. right? If you think of God as, you know, this God of, of judgment, as as this fire and brimstone, they, you know, God, mm-hmm. you know, you just think about kind of, you know. In your mind, you referred to him as Old Testament God or something, you know, <laughs> who is just who is just waiting to cast judgment on, you know, every like if that's your view of of God, then it's going to be hard to embrace this idea of resting with Him, you know, resting mm-hmm. in Him, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and if you think about God as kind of just, He made things and He's not, you know, He's He's just kind of you know, up there, but he's not really involved in my life. Then again, the topic, you know, you know, the idea of rest is not going to include God because why would, you know, God doesn't care to rest, you know, that kind of thing. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So how you view God is going to have this effect. It's Mm -hmm. going to affect how you rest And with everything that we've been talking about today is, is we're talking about this personable God Mm -hmm. who made you you know, as we've talked about, and as the book talks about out of the dust of the earth. Um, but he didn't just leave it at that. He didn't just make out of dust and then was there. No, he then deemed you beloved, right? He, he, he imbued you with his own image. You know, we have, we we're made with the image of God. We are fully known and loved by God. And that is the God who wants to rest with us who wants us to mm-hmm. you know come to him and be mm-hmm. with him and just you know um, just spend that 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 time that embrace with him and, and so the this question then of um, do you truly desire God's presence
1: mm. you know
0: mm-hmm. I think that's a that's the good, that's a question, but it needs to come also with the, what do you think about God? Who is the God? you know, like Mm -hmm. what image of God do you have in your mind? Because that'll impact if you truly desire to be in God's presence or not, probably. Right. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Um, and then you're, and then the point at the end of the question, if not, what's the point of spending time with him, whether it be through prayer or reading his word or resting, et cetera, like, um, that's it also it poses the question too i think of if you don't desire to be with god then Mm -hmm. then what are you truly desiring from god and ask yourself Mm -hmm. this because that could open up some other areas of self-exploration for you right if you realize yeah you know i actually just kind of want god to you know Do what I want to answer my, you know, (laughs) I I just want God to make my life easier, or I just want, you know, I I just want to go to heaven one day, like that, you know. But if you do not want God's presence, heaven might not be much fun for you. Yeah. (laughs) Right. I'm just like
2: yeah. Let's let's
0: let's let's real talk that, right? It's, (laughs) um, so yeah that that question and and. As Lindsay said, this is a great question wherever you're at right now, whether you are at home or you're driving or whatever, you know, maybe just spend a little bit of time wrestling that with yourself, right? Is do you truly desire God's presence? You may not know what that looks like or feels like, but is it something that you say, I would, I want that. I want to be with, with God, with the goodness, mm-hmm. with the love of God. Um, because God will honor that God will honor that genuine heart
1: of saying, I want Mm -hmm. to be
0: with you. And, and then he'll open up this time of rest. He will, he he will allow for it to, to happen. Mm -hmm. You know, just, just be looking for that too. Right. And so it it takes, it it takes both. It takes the intentionality factor that Lindsay was talking about earlier of Mm -hmm. needing to set aside these times and not just, not just say it'll happen. <laughs> it'll happen no, when it, it won't happens. Happen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nope. Right. <laughs> or at the same time saying like, if God wants me to spend time with him, then he will make the time happen because usually, um, uh, he will make that time happen, but you won't acknowledge that it's actually a time of, Like, like you still won't embrace that. It needs to be a joint effort. God is there. God is holding mm-hmm. up his side of the bargain here. Um, it's up to us to be able to, you know, come in and make that arrangement. It's like it, it's like it's like you have a relationship with your best friend, as we've talked about before, and God is there at, at the meeting point. You agreed to meet Him at mm-hmm. the at the Tommy's Burger mm-hmm. down the street, <laughs> and, and what a
1: great place to meet with God, right? And <laughs> God is there, awesome. <laughs> and,
0: and, and God is there for your hangout time you know, but you still need to go, (laughs) you still need to make, you know, so, um, yeah, anyway, (laughs) that took a little bit of a chilly detour. Um, but okay. So these have been kind of the six main points about rest Lindsay, what for you has been kind of the, maybe the one big takeaway personally for you as, as you dove into this topic in preparation for, for our conversation today.
1: One of my favorite quotes from the book is that God is relentlessly personal. Mm. Um, And that was one of my big takeaways because all of this wouldn't make sense if I didn't have a personal God that wanted to make a relationship with me. Um, Mm. If I didn't have a God that wanted to have a personal, like knows me by name, wants to spend time with Lindsay's son, then Mm. what would be the point of desiring time with him too? um in it yeah Yeah. it circles back to like the how do i see god um i want to know and like recognize that he is a personal god he loves me and cares so much for me that he wants to just you know pull me into a hug and say like hey like i'm with you um Mm -hmm. and that's a huge thing to recognize i think when it comes to rest yeah Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) That's I i think yeah i think too there's some like as you, as you spend more and more time with God and rest, you'll get to know and recognize the ways that he reaches out to you in those times too. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Like the Bible talks about Mm -hmm. the still small voice kind of idea. And you'll talk And the more time you spend with God, the more you'll be able to recognize what he is doing, you know, like, ah, like, I know that was you, God. And, and mm-hmm. you know, I, mm-hmm. I I know you're either speaking to me in this or you allowed for this space to happen or or it, it can be, a, you know, innumerable different amount of things. But, but the more time that you spend with God, the more you'll be able to recognize these little things about God too.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Any big takeaways that you want to end with, Linda?
2: Oh, I just, I was just thinking about, you know, in the gospels, it says, you know, Man wasn't made for the Sabbath, but the Sabbath was made for man. Rest was a gift that God made for us. And I think when we can begin to embrace rest as a gift, as something that's that we need and that the God who loves us has given to us, it's this good and wonderful thing. I think it can change the way that we approach it. You know, I mean, it's not something we have to do. It's like, this is something that has been, that has been, Created for us to be able to, you know, do all the things that we've been talking about, be refreshed and be attached to Him and all of those things. And just to remember that it is a gift that was made for us because He loves us, like what Lindsay was just saying, because He loves us and He knows we need it. And He, because He made us, He knows exactly what our weaknesses are, He knows exactly what our needs are. And He says, You need this more than you know and so I will make it for you I will give it to you and I will want you to do it because it will give you the the life that I've called you to so
0: yeah that's good uh, well Lindsay thank you so much for putting this together for us of for diving course. into rest thank you for you know spending your summer with us too you still got you know a couple weeks a couple a couple, couple. weeks left yeah. <laughs> with us and I'm
1: so sad I know so <laughs> Oh, but we're going to have Quite so much fast. fun. We,
0: we got a lot, yes. still a lot of good stuff coming too. Oh so, yeah,
1: for um,
0: sure. Uh, friends, we will be back with you next week to talk about prayer. We're, uh, Linda and I will do kind of a deep dive about about prayer as seen through the Beloved Dust book too. So, so make sure to come back for that. We love you guys. And uh, we will talk to you again next week.